Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm your host, Brandeline Johnson, and I'm an expert in the spiritual awakening industry, an author, and educator. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you awaken to your energetic abilities, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. This week, we have Samantha Jones as a guest on the Craving Consciousness podcast. She is a psychic medium and an animal communicator specializing in mediumship with your past pets. Um, She also has a TV show that's about to come out, and it's on Bold Brave TV. It's streaming that will start in December 2023. Um, in this episode, she shares how she came to realize that she was communicating with animals. She talked about how she um, struggled developing her abilities because she didn't have a mentor. She did develop, but how she shares how having a mentor would have been much more beneficial. And she shares a shocking death that literally just happened November 2023, right around Thanksgiving, where half brother passed away. And we talk all about how people change after they cross over from being human into the spirit world. And we also shared about why us psychic mediums often have tragic deaths around us so that we can end up supporting the people that are our clients even better. Listen in, share with your friends, make sure to like and subscribe. Hey, you guys, I'm so excited. Samantha Jones has come on here to speak with us with so much amazing spiritual goodness that we're going to share with you today. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on, Samantha. Thank you for having me. Yay. So we met in the online space, which is generally where I hang out, but you're also local to Las Vegas, right? I am. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sweet. And um, I was really fascinated about how you're an animal communicator. Yes. That's uh, and, my favorite and, thing. That's your favorite yes. thing and your psychic and yes. your medium. Um, yes. And I had asked you before we started recording um, how you discovered you were psychic medium. Yes. So I found out from somebody else. I, I was doing pet sitting. That was my full-time job. And I had this one lady that called me and she asked for a different service. She asked for sub-Q fluids for her cat. And she said, my mom's going to be here with the cat, but we're going out of town and she can't do the fluids. So anyway, so I went over and was helping take care of this cat. And one day the mom stopped me and she said, um, have you lost your mom or your grandma? And I was like, well, yeah, both. They both have passed. And she said, she started telling me all these messages from them. And then one of the things that she told me was that I was going to have um, room for spiritual growth coming up and some changes within my own abilities. And I was very interested in like what she was talking about. And so I started like doing free readings and Facebook groups and stuff and opened my abilities that way. But I, one of the things that, that you had brought up is a mentor and asked if she was a mentor to me and she, you know, she wasn't. And the interesting thing there was that she didn't believe in herself all that much. And so it was hard to have a mentor that doesn't believe in their abilities. So I did not have a mentor going through this process. That's why I, I like to mentor other people because I realize how hard it is to try and figure this all out by yourself. <laughs> you know, I mean, you have the universe and the messages that they give you, but it's a lot to put together. It very much is. And it's in everybody's abilities. They're unique to themselves. So 
Yes. Some people hear a certain way. Some people don't even realize they are hearing, you know, until yes. they work with that mentor. And it's like, well, you just, this is how you receive. And I feel like it's so important for, for people to have that mentor. So like you're saying, they don't have to navigate it. They get it quicker. They get it stronger. They get it yes. clearer and they're able to move forward sooner and yes. help more people, you know? Absolutely. Yes. Um. So you're like your radio slash it's going to be turned into a TV show is what you said is called beyond the bridge. Yes. Yes. Actually, when I started um, being a psychic medium and doing this business, I wanted like a business name, you know, um, I didn't, I hadn't really come out of the closet yet with everybody that I knew. So I didn't want to put my name out there. So I came up with this beyond the bridge, meaning basically that what I talk about and what I do is a lot dealing with what happens at the rainbow bridge and beyond like heaven, that kind of thing. And then um, I was approached for a radio show a couple of years ago. And so then I just took that and it's, that's what it's been. And I'm going to take that onto a TV show that starts um, next month is what we're aiming for. That is so exciting. So on your TV show, is it going to be just like, how is it going to be a cast or like? No, it's really just, um, it's actually like, not like a, like a regular TV station, you know, like NBC or something like that. It's uh, streaming TV called Bold Brave TV. And this is what they have is uh, different kinds of people that, you know, do talk shows and that kind of thing. Uh, and so it'll just be on on their streaming network where you can find on, from what I understand at this point, it's, it's available anywhere. Uh, if you have a smart TV, you can stream it right from your smart TV or Amazon, um, those types of things that you can find at Spotify, all of that. So it'll be me with guests and basically like the radio show or like a podcast. It's just being filmed is the way I look at it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. So you're just yeah. going with the flow spirits, just sending you all these different opportunities to get your message <laughs> out there. Yes, absolutely. That's what's going on. And I just go with them and whatever feels right and whatever, you know, blossoms into something, I just keep doing it. And not everything does. I've tried a lot of things that have been like, nah, I don't really think I want to do this, you know, um, but you don't know until you try. So, right. Yeah. So um, when you're, because the be on the bridge, so you do mediumship for pe pe past pets. Yes. Thank wow. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating to me because um, like I teach a module in my awaken program on um, animal communication and there is a past pet in there and people do, they do pick up and they don't realize that he's passed away. His name's Clyde, by the way. <laughs> well, um, but for me, it's like more, more of the alive. Like as soon as I see them, I like hear or feel what they're saying or like something's yeah. wrong with them or something. But yeah. how, like, how did you end up doing this past pet? The animal stuff? Yeah. Uh, so the animal stuff started when I was really young. I've always had a connection to animals. I've been told stories about myself before I could even talk about my reaction to animals and, and stuff like that. And then at about seven years old, I communicated with a dog that I had and I didn't even know what I was doing. I just asked her to do a command and she did it. And I asked her in my head, I didn't ask her out loud. Like, oh, okay, that was a coincidence, you know? But I kept having these experiences of like knowing what animals needed and all of that. And then as I grew up, um, I, I was um, dating a, a guy that became my first husband and he had an aunt who had bought these tapes for animal, communi animal communication. And I listened to them and they taught me how to do that on command. And so that's, that's how I started doing that. That was probably the early 2000s, I would say. Um, but at that point I wasn't doing um, animals that had passed away and I wasn't doing the live, like live readings. 
like I would ask the people, what, what are your questions? And, you know, tell me what you want to know. And then I would do it on my own and write everything down. Now I can do it live and, you know, back and forth, that type of thing. Um, the, the past animals came with my medium abilities. I probably could have done that before, but I never tried. I never thought even about, honestly, I never really even thought about that animal communication and psychic abilities fall in the same area. Like I didn't even think about it. So I probably could have, but yeah, that's, that's the number one thing I do in my work is talk to animals that have passed away. Okay. That's so freaking beautiful. Um, you had said something that I wanted to add, but maybe it'll come back. (laughs) Um, something else that you brought up that I kind of wanted to bring on here and it's like shocking. Everybody needs to be grounded and sitting down because like the trauma that's happened, like you lost your brother, just like not even a month, not even a month ago. That's a very interesting story though. Like, um, he was my brother, my half brother. I have two half brothers and a half sister. Um, and I didn't learn about this half brother and my half sister until about two years ago. Same with my dad. I didn't know them. I didn't know they existed. And so I just met them. And um, unfortunately, my half brother, Dan, was a horrible alcoholic. And it was just kind of inevitable for it to happen because of his alcoholism. I didn't get really close to him. I, I wanted to and I tried, but he was just too far gone at this point and very angry and just, you know how it is when you're spiritual and you just want peace in your life and you don't yeah. want other people to bring their drama into it. So I, I didn't allow him in my life. Um, what's interesting now, and I think this is very important is that he's different now, like there, I mean, here he was not nice he wasn't, I mean, inside everybody has that nice part of you, but he didn't know how to really access that so much. He was very, you know, macho and wanted to be that type of guy, but now it's his soul and he's just nice and funny. And he comes to me all the time and he says the funniest, most random things to me. I some things I've never heard um, spirits say, like, I don't know if you've heard the song, there's a mashup between Billie Jean and this other song called F It Up, I think is what it's called. And it was a big TikTok trend for a while and people were dancing to it. And at the beginning it goes, boo, bitch, I'm a ghost. And he comes at me with that. And that's how he opens. And I'm like, okay, I've never had a spirit refer to themselves as a ghost to begin with. And I've never had one come in and that's how they let me know they're here. So it's like, it's just amazing to see how much changes when you die and you go to the other side and you just become this amazing soul that everything goes away that's negative. And it's just, he's a beautiful soul, beautiful person now. And it's, whoa, you know, <laughs> that's really all I can say is it's been a really cool experience for me to have. I that love that you shared that because I know there's so many people listening that have had trauma with their, their loved ones that have passed and still, like, I talk about it all the time on my podcast, um, that I had so much trauma with my mother around money and around being responsible and me being an yeah. entrepreneur and walking away from corporate, that after she died, I still was so connected to the that version of who she was. Yes. And still to this day, because, um, you know, trauma takes a long time. Um, yes. Still, this morning, I was like, and I don't know what that is. Oh, I went, oh. That's what that is. I'm like, it's that trauma still coming up, but it took me a minute 
to connect with the real her on the other side and for her to be like I'm proud of you I always have been proud of you and it also the evolution too to realize that I wouldn't be who I am if she wasn't who she was if my grandma wasn't who she was and to see the generational growth and Mm -hmm. we had to have those types of experiences to bring us here and it's rough and it's tough and um accepting that right yes Oh, I totally agree with you. Absolutely. I lost my mom in 2004. And that's what really set off my abilities, I think, too, is that I didn't understand like this connection to the other side, because I had never really lost anybody close to me. And then when she died, it was like the weirdest thing started happening. And that's how we like we like built a uh, communication between us with numbers and songs and all kinds of things. Uh, But it was the same thing with my mom was that uh, I didn't have the greatest upbringing. And so it was very hard for me to get past some of those things. And it was another medium that helped me get past her death. That was really the only thing that allowed me to move on was to communicate with her and for her to say, I'm so sorry. And for me yeah. to say, I'm sorry about the things I did. And then you you can move on, you know, dude, you guys, you guys listening. This is why I'm so passionate about teaching mediumship because it's not I always share it's not for somebody that's going to necessarily be sitting in the back room in a dark room giving readings can you yes does everybody do it no does it change your life yes does it help change other people's lives and gives them peace and healing absolutely oh yeah oh yeah that's my biggest thing about why I do that side of the work like I love the animal work and I could exclusively do that but I feel like because of what I've been through with losing people and stuff that I can help people to understand that you don't have to sit in that grief. Like I sat in that grief for years with my mom for years. And like now with my brother, Dan, he has um, an ex-wife. They were kind of on again, off again. So they were still very much in love, just weren't together. And she is just absolutely devastated by this loss. And he has four kids. And so I'm really spending a lot of time talking to her and trying to help her through her loss so that she doesn't have to spend years in that grief of like, I mean, I gained like, like 60 pounds after my mom died. It was like, I didn't care about anything, but you know what, on the other side, you know, this, they don't want you to do that. They want you to remember the loving side of them and and take that with you because they're happy on the other side and enjoying their life over there. And they want us to do the same here. So I love to be able to work with people on their grief and help them in those ways. And I think in order to do that, you do have to understand this grief yourself. If you've never experienced that type of loss, how do you understand how to help somebody in that area? You know, man, you, boy, did you, I got goosebumps on that one. Because it's, <laughs> it's true. Like, like if I think about it, like I lost my mom all, in April, it'd be five years. I lost my husband two years oh, this last September, totally two different grief. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. Totally two different experiences. I, my losing my husband was way worse than losing my mother. I can imagine. Yeah. Way worse. I don't know why. Like my mom knew me since the day I came out. (laughs) I mean, it's different for 20 years, but it was a different intimate relationship. It's, but so, and the different phases of grief, like my, my really good friend, her sister was just hit two days ago in a car uh, on the street and died. Oh God. She is, she's in super trauma mode. I called her yesterday. She's like, hi, what are you eating for dinner? Just like totally oblivious. and totally avoided, totally. I work, 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 do this, this, this. And I'm like, I'm like just being there and letting her 
go through that process for herself because yeah. I know she she's going to come down one of these days. And I told her, and I'm like, right now you could talk about what's for dinner. And right now you could be talking yeah. about what I posted on my social media. I'm like, but there's going to be one of these days and I'm going to be there for you. Yes, exactly. That And that's, that's the shock I think too, because um, when I talked to my dad uh, after I found out that my brother died, he was so happy. Like he was all up and everything seemed fine. And then he crashed. Then he, you know, it sunk in. But at first there's just that shock that you're like, I just, I, it doesn't even compute. I mean, even now still, I'm like, wow, I can't believe that he's gone. And it was something that I had actually predicted. I had only told a few people because it's like, you don't want to tell a lot of people something like that because, you know, then they worry about it. Um, but so we knew it was coming, at least a few of us, but it still doesn't, when it happens, it's like, it, it hits hard for sure. Yeah. I'm so sorry about your mom and your, and your husband. Those are two very traumatic losses. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know, um, with my husband, it's very interesting. I swear, girl, this man sent me this other man. Nice. <laughs> I swear. I believe I swear it. He did. And like you, how you were saying with your mom, you started with, numbers and other things like he is definitely a song person nice. my husband so he'll put like just a little phrase of a song that i've yeah. heard at some point and so i'll go look it up and it's word for word a message that he has for me and that's inside of the song or yeah. uh, like with my mom her number is 438 so whenever i see that i'm like okay she's supporting me or she wants me to pay attention because she's here or something yeah. along those lines I think you'll like this if you can see this for your listeners. I'm showing her tattoo. It's one, one four, four three. three. She always so my said mom, that. Yeah, it means I so love you, mom, right? It means I love you. But also, my mom died on four thirteen. So I have four thirteen, and that's why they're kind of separated. Oh, uh, yeah. And then um, my husband's number is four, so I got the four, and then I got it in purple and green because those were my mom's colors. So it's like anytime, and I feel it like a lot of times, like I'll be really stressed or whatever. And all of a sudden I'll just feel the look down at my hand and I see the one, four, three, and that's why I got it there so that I can look at it. I, and I didn't know, I dreamt about this tattoo and that's where I was told to put it so that I could see it anytime that I needed to. I love it. I just, I just recently got this one. We're showing our tattoos by the way. For yeah. People. Love it. It's about, what does it say? It says save tonight. And oh, that's, the song. that's the name of the song. Beautiful. And I've told it on the podcast. They're probably like, stop telling us this. <laughs> I always worry about that too. I'm like, how many times have you heard the same story? Yeah. <laughs> but my boyfriend took me to get this tattoo like just a few months ago. And I was like, how sweet is that? This man is so sweet. I'm like, my husband sent him to me. Oh girl, I'm telling you what. But yeah, so I'm like, I wanted it to put it on my butt at first. And I was like, no, I want to see this tattoo. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. why I put it right there on my arm, the forearm. Yeah. That's great. Absolutely. And because yeah, I have a lot of them that I can't see. And it's like, why? I have a memorial to my mom on my back, but I never see it. I forget it's there. So it's like, yeah, those those important ones. But I want to point something out real quick, if you don't mind. Yes, please. Because I, I have a lot of people that come to me that I'll tell them that their spouse on the other side has said, you need to move on. And not in a bad way, but you still have life in you. And like, like, for example, if your husband would have said to you while he was alive, don't ever be with somebody else when I die. If I die, don't do it. When they go to the other side, that all changes. They want you to be with somebody else because they want you to feel that love. They're not sitting there going, oh, I'm jealous. I don't want to watch this. No, in fact, they help us in those areas. So I think it's important 
to say that because there are so many people that, that worry about that. Like I can't be with somebody else. You know, my spouse in heaven won't, won't like that. No. Well, I I will tell you that I went through a lot of grief once I start once I started falling in love with my boyfriend that I have now. I I, it brought all the grief back up because I'm like, am I allowed to have this feeling in my stomach? Right. And the, <clears throat> it was like a couple of weeks ago. I was just on a walk and I could feel Philip was his name, uh, my husband. I could feel him. And I was like, I love you. And then I started crying because I was like, oh my God, I love two men. One's here and so, one's not. And yeah. I, I'm I'm in love with both of them. You know what I mean? So it's like, yep. it's allowing yourself to do that. Um, but something you have brought up too, because my mom had told me something. So I feel like a little healing is going on for me here. My mom told me something. Don't you ever do blank, blank with her estate. Right. And then she died. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm doing blank, blank. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yep. So I've had to do a lot of trauma work around what she said on her deathbed. Right. But you know what? That's another thing that they don't care about. Like, my mom, before she died, because it was sudden, but she, I think she still knew that she was going to die. Um, she said she wanted a white coffin and she didn't want her hair to be brown if it was brown because she dyed it all the time. So she wanted her hair dyed. Um, there was a whole list of things that she gave me that she wanted. And you know what? I couldn't do any of those things for her. They didn't have a white coffin. It would have taken weeks to get one. They said, if I wanted her hair dyed, I would have to bring somebody in. The jewelry that she wanted to be buried in, they gave it back to me and said, you don't want to bury her in this jewelry. Everything, the, the like, I was going to do an open casket and I couldn't because things started happening to her. And so it was like everything she took control and said, no, these things don't matter anymore. Like, I don't care about these things because I'm here. But I didn't realize that at the time, you know, because I, I wasn't a medium at the time. So I just went along with what I could do and felt bad for the things that I couldn't and uh, realize now it, it doesn't matter. And honestly, if I could go back, I wouldn't even have buried her. She wanted to be buried. So that's what I did. But I wouldn't do it because when they get to the other side, it's different. And they're like, yeah, you don't really need to spend all that money. My brother, Dan, that just died, that was one of the first things he wanted me to tell his wife was that, please don't spend any money on a funeral for me. Like have a celebration of life, but just spend the money that you need to spend and leave it at that. Because my dad wanted him buried and that's so expensive. And he's like, no, just, yeah. just cremation. So I know from my work with them that they don't care about that stuff when they get to the other side, all that stuff just goes away. You know? Yeah. They don't, and yeah. it, it's hard for the person that's having that experience, right? Because they yeah. really want to feel, fulfill their desires. Cause they're like, well, now they're not here. So at the very least, yes. can fulfill this last wish, you know? Yes. Um, but, but you're right. So I feel like that's a healing message for a lot of the people that are listening. It's like, do Good. you do you, you know, they're past and they're, and they're going to be right. watching, but they, they do, they do when they first pass away, they will let you know on, on the spirit side too. I've, I've had them come and say, tell you know so-and-so whoever I'm reading that I want her to make sure she invites my two friends with big boobs oh, the little old ladies awesome. make sure she invites them and I want <laughs> red roses or something like those they'll, they'll show you sure like make sure you invite those two ladies and then I like my clairvoyance I could describe what the ladies look like and the ones yellow wearing a little yellow shirt and blah 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 oh that's totally, Aunt Mildred yeah. okay we're inviting her you know so they yeah. do have these things that they like Make sure you remember to invite my friend. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They definitely do have things that they like. Yeah. I love that part of them too. It's so awesome. So yeah. tell the audience where, where can they find you? Where can they connect with you both locally and in the online space? Sure. Um, I have a website, Samantha Jones, psychic So you can find 
pretty much everything there. I have a podcast with my husband called Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. We've been doing that for almost five years and you can find that there as well. I have an Etsy account too, because I do private readings, live readings, but I know for a lot of people, those can be pricey. They can't afford them. And I want to be able to help as many people as I can. So I opened an Etsy store where I offer readings that I sometimes run specials of that are like $15. Uh, so you can find that um, on Etsy at Beyond the Bridge 11. So those are the two best places to find me. That is so beautiful. I absolutely love what you do. And I can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing all this amazingness. Like I know that everybody's going to love this episode. <laughs> I hope so. And it's funny because um, I can, I feel your spirits and I, I see them there with you and they have so much love for you. There was something I was trying to remember because there was something that your husband said to me when you first started talking about him. If I remember, I'll message it to you, but I just feel all this love that they have for you and the, the how proud they are that you do this work. And like something else that I'm feeling is just that this work is hard. It's especially hard when you lost people that close to you, but you do an amazing job. And they are so proud of you for that. So, so, so proud of you for that. Well, I can't thank you enough for that because because I'll tell you, like before we stop recording even, right? That having these two substantial losses, the my biggest difficulty I want to say is is like trusting myself when I make Mm -hmm. decisions. Even um so especially after my husband died, which I don't know, because he was very much passive, very much more mm-hmm. passive. And so I would, I would rattle off, Hey, I think I'm going to do this with my business. And he'd mm-hmm. be like, no, no, don't do that. That's scary. And I'd go do it anyway. Well, right. now I'm like, uh, uh, you know, yeah. so I, I found like, is this the right decision? I'm adulting, like adulting. Right. Oh, right. Myself. So I think that's, that's, what, that's been the biggest struggle for me. Me too, actually. And it still is. I'm not going to lie. It's like, and I don't always make the right decisions, but that's what we're here for. And if they told us every decision we were supposed to make, we wouldn't be human. So I, one of the things that I do, uh, and it works really well, is if I have something that I really need an answer for, I will set a sign, like my mom's number is 13. So I'll ask, you know, if I should do this, I want to see 13s. And then I know if they're in my face that I'm supposed to, but like, because my mom is so like out there and vocal with what she's doing, if there's no 13s and it's crickets, I know that it's a big fat no. Okay. Like I, I asked them recently, well, not, maybe like four or five months ago, if I should buy a new car before the end of the year. And um, it was an absolute no. And now I understand why. But at the time I was like, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> but I understand why now. It, it's so funny the way it works, but it really does work. It it. Yeah. It does. I have told my yeah. students that before too, like ask your spirit guides to show you a, a sign for yes. And a sign for no, if you should yeah. invest in this class right now. And then they're like, I can't believe I saw yellow balloons all day yesterday. You know what there I mean? So I love that. I love that. But um, I'm going to start asking some more too, because it's true. Should I, yeah. you know, <laughs> I love how you're like, Oh damn it. But um, with, um, <laughs> yeah. somebody else I was talking to, she said she loves the universe is her boss. She said, yes. because it could be crickets, right? Yes. Um, when I was launching like a mastermind, like a high level $10,000 investment for my business gals to come in and work with me six months, 10,000 bucks each, right? Crickets, 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 husband's health going. Oh yeah. And then there was no way I would have been able to support those girls. I would have had to give everybody their money back. You know what I mean? So it's like, yep. it you got to trust that invisible space before you really honestly. 
You do, don't you? There, yeah. Everything happens for a reason. A- absolutely everything, even if it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, it, there, it happens for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Love it. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you again for being on. Thank you. It was awesome. Thank you so much. It was wonderful to meet you. Thanks for listening. If you loved this episode and know someone else who's having a spiritual awakening, please send them my way. It will benefit the world if you help me get this cause and message out to as many listeners as I can. Again, if you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to me. If you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends, I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.